1: Our journey through football history lands us at the story of a Super Bowl hero. As a matter of fact, a hero of the very first game that earned the name of Super Bowl, and that player is an end of the Green Bay Packers, number 85, Max McGee. We have his story and more coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Hello, my football friends, this is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And as we go into our portal today, we're going to talk about one of the legends of the game. Not a Hall of Famer, but a great player all the same. And our quest to find out who was Max McGee. Well, the name of Max McGee to any football fan probably stirs images of what is now called Super Bowl I. Then it was referred to as the first AFL-NFL World Championship game as he and his green bay packers teammates dismantled the kansas city chiefs 35 to 10. mcgee had a magnificent game for an end in that era the run the ball smash mount football especially the way the green bay packers played it now in that game super bowl one mcgee caught seven passes for 138 yards and two touchdowns those are lofty numbers in any era but just think about this this is the late 1960s There's pretty interesting backstory to this game, too, that we'll get to in a little bit. But before we do, let's get into into the playing career of Max McGee before this big game. Now, William Max McGee was born in 1932 and raised in a small town of White Oak, Texas, which is in the oil region of northeastern section of the Lone Star State. Max was the youngest of six children in a family of five boys and one lone girl, born to Robert Lee and Beatrice Parks McGee. Now, the McGee boys were all gifted athletes, and Max, Max followed his older siblings to become one of the stars of the local White Oak high school football team. According to an, a Sports Illustrated.com article on McGee, his brother, Coy McGee, who was six years Max's elder, played four years at Notre Dame and was, was a reserve halfback on Coach Frank Leahy's teams from 1946 to 1948 including the 1946 team that is regarded as one of the best teams in college football history. As a matter of fact, Old Coy came off the bench to lead the Irish to a season finale victory over Southern Cal and had two touchdowns and 146 yards rushing to help Notre Dame claim the national title. Some pretty good stock for Max to come from, wouldn't you say? Now, Max was a gridiron high school stud himself. Max's senior season in high school at White Oak, he became the first rusher in history, according to the NFHS, to eclipse the 3,000-yard career rushing mark when he posted 3,048 yards at the end of his scholastic gridiron journey. Now, that was back in 1949, and since then, There's been less than 90 players in high school that have accomplished that same feat of reaching the 3,000 career yard milestone. So that's pretty impressive. Now, these numbers earned Max a scholarship offer from Tulane University, and he gladly accepted. The offer was a good investment as Max not only led the school in rushing for three straight seasons, but took on much of the duties of the return and punting duties as well during his time there. After college, the Green Bay Packers used their fifth round pick of the 1954 NFL Draft to select the talented player to their squad. After a season with the Pack, he left the team and joined the U.S. Air Force where he took part in their early drone flying program. And after a two-year stint, he returned back to the NFL to play ball back in Green Bay. Max had a marriage occurred during that time where he had two daughters, but unfortunately, the marriage did not last much after that. Max then concentrated on football and had an 11-year run with the Packers. After the first two dismal seasons of losing seasons with the Packers, Coach Vince Lombardi took over and made Max McGee an offensive weapon in lieu to five NFL titles under the great coach. In six seasons from 1959 to 1964, McGee caught 238 passes for 31 scores. And as we said earlier, McGee was also part of the first two Super Bowls. But we'll get to that story in just a moment. So at this time, I want to interrupt this story to talk about a new sponsor we have here at Sports History Network that's helping Pigskin Dispatch and some of the other podcasts here. The new sponsor is Home Field, a premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis. Incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. There's over 150 colleges available now, and they're always adding more. Now, Homefield digs through the archives of history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. That's what their whole premise is about. It's on thoughtful. You've heard the other advertisements on the pre-roll. You've heard, you know, Ernie Chapman talking to the owner of Homefield and their thoughtfulness. Well, let me tell you my experience. I placed an order with Homefield Apparel for a Notre Dame classic, you know, leprechaun shirt. You know, the leprechaun sitting there with his fists up ready to fight. Real cool from the 1960s. They have a real nice backstory on it on their website, just like they do with most of the vintage logos that they choose. But it was vintage. It's, you know, it was real nice looking online. Now, not long after ordering, I got a package in the mail, opened it up, and it was like cool it was like wrapped in sort of like a newspaper like thing very vintage made me feel a little bit nostalgic like i was back in the day uh you know getting these these presents wrapped up with this old newspaper open it up there's my shirt neatly neatly tucked in this uh, newspaper type thing and there's thank you cards and uh, other little trinkets of of thanks and thoughtfulness and explaining where, what things were going on with home field apparel. It really made me feel special. And then I opened up and I took a look at the shirt and I was, it was more uh, than what I expected. It exceeded my expectations. Really fantastic. The shirt quality was high. The uh, graphics were very high, very well done a four color of my Notre Dame fighting Irish on the front of this shirt. And I wore it and it was extremely comfortable. I've washed it and worn it multiple times and it is probably gets more comfortable with the washes and it feels like that comfy shirt that you just want to, you know, sit back and and watch a game on or go out and throw the ball around out in the yard. It's a great shirt and it's very classy looking and I'm proud of it. And you can get yours too by getting a 15% discount by putting in the code sports history at checkout at homefieldapparel.com and you don't have to get Notre Dame like we said there's 150 different schools there and they're adding more all the time and a lot of the schools have multiple different logos of vintage style that you can get and they're all licensed so your school approves of these with homefield apparel so make sure you, uh, you experience the same uh, joy that I had and the same experience that I had by ordering from homefield apparel now get that 15% discount with sports history check out homefieldapparel.com now they're an excellent sponsor and high quality goods i highly recommend them now let's get back to max mcgee and by the time the super bowl one had arrived max mcgee was a little bit long in the tooth by pro standards there was a younger faster player named boyd dowler who had replaced him as the starting end of the green bay packers now since McGee's divorce, he had become somewhat of a playboy, often having a drink out with the fellas after a game of practice, and he was known to, to flirt with the young ladies as well. And even the day of the Super Bowl I, the evening, as the story goes, that Max, thinking that he would be riding the pine during the next day's game because you know Dowler would be the one out there getting the glory and playing the game. So Max decided he would enjoy himself in a night out on a town. I'm talking really enjoying himself as he met two flight attendants on a layover and he partied with them all night, returning to the team hotel about 6.30 a.m. In fact, he passed the eventual most valuable player that game, Bart Starr in a hotel corridor as Bart was going down to breakfast and Max was rolling in to go catch a couple hours of Z's. Uh, then he was woken up and ready to head to the team bus for the game. Now, slightly hungover, tired, you know, a little bit lethargic, McGee went through the motions of a football player. Again, he thought he wasn't going to be playing. He was so confident that he would not play, that according to a story on the SportingNews.com, the veteran end even forgot his helmet in a locker room when he came out before the game. Well, he was quickly awoken to reality when Daller, Reinjured a nagging shoulder injury he had played through all year on the third play from scrimmage, and McGee was thrust into the contest. And I'm sure teammates, you know, knowing his condition, what time he had rolled in that morning, what he had done the night before, they had to be shaking their heads by now. He even had to borrow a helmet from a teammate as he ran onto the field, and he made football history. McGee had the game of his life with those seven receptions, two touchdowns, including the very first touchdown scored in Super Bowl history he could have been named the game's most valuable player too had they not have given it to his quarterback Bart Star, who had a tremendous game himself. Now McGee was on the roster the next season when the Packers won Super Bowl II as well and during his illustrious career in the NFL he caught 50 balls for touchdowns on 342 receptions and over 6,200 yards of receiving. Those are pretty strong numbers for an end in that era that he played in and after he hung up his cleats he still stayed pretty successful. He ended up being the co-founder of the Mexican-themed restaurant chain, Chi-Chi's. I think we've all eaten there and we know what a, a fiesta of party that is. And uh, I think that's part of what Max McGee was going for and he found it. Well, he was also inducted to the Green Bay Packers Hall of Fame up, up there in Green Bay and the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame for superior play on the gridiron while at Tulane—pretty big honors for him. Pretty big game in Super Bowl one, and he's always going to be remembered for that great game he had. But his little secret of going out the night before—well, that makes him legendary in the macho land of men. And uh, you know, we salute him for that. I don't recommend it to anybody. That's not a good pregame uh, by any means. Uh, but it's a great story to tell. And we're glad that we could share it with you here on pigskindispatch.com. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll catch some more great history with us tomorrow as we have some more things planned for you. Some more great guests, more great authors, more great experts in football history, and some more great stories of the gridiron for you to enjoy. So until tomorrow, everybody, have a great gridiron day. Peeking up at the clock, the time's running down. We're going to go into victory formation, take a knee, and let this baby run out. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you back tomorrow for the next podcast. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleet Marks Comics pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets facebook twitter instagram and don't forget the pigskin dispatch youtube channel to get all of your positive football news and history a special thanks to the talents of mike and gene monroe as well as jason neff for letting us use their music during our podcast
0: this podcast is part of the sports history network your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport you can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com